Yeah. But uh, because there's other businesses that are open. Now, imagine this scenario, because when, when we saw the story last night, mm -hmm. the first thing I thought to myself is, what if there were only one Andiamo location in Royal Oak, and it was the last one? Okay. What would the owner say to the mayor? after the mayor fired that shot across his bow. I think it would be a lot uglier because he's got to save face for the rest of the right. Andiamo restaurants, yes. which Sarah and I have both eaten at the Andiamos, mm -hmm. and uh, they're fine establishments, yeah. and they make good food. Sure. The one in Dearborn has uh, the, the dinner theater thing yes, going yeah. on. You yeah, yeah. When she was alive, you could see Joan Rivers. She mm -hmm. would often uh, you know, show up to that. I think Regis Philbin might have played the mm -hmm. Andiamo room at one point. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so Andiamo guy was like, well, guess what? Our customers are not bar hopping mm -hmm. around Royal Oak, and they don't like to have to walk all over the place, and it's not fun in the winter time for them to have to walk all over the place. Here's what I... <laughs> yes, parking affects us, mister, and also our food is delicious, Royal Oak Mayor. Right. Get out of here with that. My theory is that the owner of Andiamo basically, in response to the mayor's commentary of the situation, called Royal Oak too brotastic for Andiamo. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing. It's just filling in the blanks. That's what I'm seeing. Well, he said that uh, a couple years ago they put they sank a lot of money into redoing yeah, their restaurant. Yeah, very recently. So they had planned on staying. This was not the plan. And he really is only having it come down to the parking thing. And so the mayor was like, well, if this was so much of an issue for us, you're supposed to come to the mayor's office and let us know that you're thinking, you know, that this is really wreaking havoc on your business. Right. And then we could maybe, you know, work from there. The Andiamo guy is like, well, I didn't know that was <laughs> protocol. Brr, restaurants closed. Bye. I mean, I have never seen a yeah. mayor and, and a business just air dirty laundry like this. Yeah, like, it's kind of... Normally, there's some very well-constructed statements being released. Very careful. Like, the mayor yeah, would say yeah. something like, unfortunately, the city's master plan could not accommodate Andiamo yes. due to the need for something being put in the parking lot behind the building. We wish Andiamo all the success in the future. Perhaps there's another area within the greater Royal Oak area that could accommodate Andiamo and their needs for their customers. Instead, Boom. he was just like, your pasta's poopy and people aren't going to walk. Yeah. By the way, you could be a mayor, that, or at least someone who writes statements for well, a city. There you go. Because incredible. Because basically the mayor said, hey, Andiamo, don't let 12 Mile hit you in the ass on the way out. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. That was incredible. By the way, Bar Louie's coming in where Blackfin used to be. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. That was another one. Blackfin... Um, said that they closed because so many people were like the cool restaurant scene right now is partially Ferndale but mostly Detroit right and that their business is being hurt by Detroit so I mean even though the Royal Oak Mayor is trying to say we've got plenty of restaurants that are flourishing and are fine I think all of the restaurants are struggling a little bit right now and then when you add on top of mm -hmm. it the difficulty of them being used to having people be able to just conveniently park right behind right. them. Right. And, you know, what's also happening in the Detroit restaurant scene is many restaurateurs and chefs from other cities, hello, Chicago and New York, oh, we're talking hey. to you, are pulling up their stakes in these other big cities, and they're establishing themselves in Detroit because the culinary scene here is still exploding. Now, 
that is still going to have its growing pains. So if I were you, Royal Oak, Ferndale, mm. Birmingham, and Detroit, and maybe even Pontiac, who knows, why don't you establish some type of like Woodward Avenue corridor eating thingy? Oh. Maybe extend the... Where the, they're all kind of in one yeah. big group, and they have meetings, and they get to wear yeah. like, like elk's... Those hats, yes. like in the, yeah. yeah, the water buffalo hats with yeah, the yeah. little thing. <laughs> yeah. you know, or like, hey, light rail, guys. How about some light rail? Hey, boo, bring it up this way. Uh-huh, yeah. It's like millions of dollars, and we'll probably never be able to get it, but you can try. Yeah, you wonder what that will do for the economy. And then Pleasant Ridge going, yo, we're the gateway to Royal Oak, bitches! <laughs> Boom, drop the mic. Help a Pleasant out. Mm -hmm. Oh, Joe, I think my dream is dying. Why? All of the plastic straws are going away. It's going to happen. Somebody yeah. else has stepped up to the plate, and that is Starbucks. Yeah. Everything oh, everyone always says is going to happen by 2020. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody wants to do anything right now. Yeah. Everyone always says 2020, right. 2020. There's no memo that says, hey, Starbucks, we got the new lids because they have this new... It's basically a grown-up sippy cup Yeah. is what they're giving you. Yeah. And uh, everybody's saying that, you know, no... We can't implement the new strategy for another year and a half or so because apparently there's such a backlash going on about people giving up their straws. Like Sarah, for example. It's just, for me, it's a, I don't want to pack a metal straw in my mm. purse just in case I need one. Well, you know, you sharpen the end, it's a weapon, right? <laughs> and I have to, you know, get the world's tiniest little scrub brush while I'm home to mm. like get inside the metal straw. No, that's what those little pipe enough. cleaners from Arts and Crafts are. Okay. Right. They're called pipe cleaners. Pipe. Straw is a tiny pipe. You are correct. There you go. I see what you did there. Uh -huh. um, and I think paper straws are disgusting. So if they can figure out something, although I have to say, okay, so the whole thing with plastic containers and plastic mm. straws or whatever is everyone is trying to be more green and, and you know, be better for the environment. But have I you ever seen a dolphin with a straw stuck inside its little blowhole? Looks like a little snork. <laughs> But I keep seeing these articles that everyone keeps putting all their stuff out for mm. recycling. And we're kind of, it's still a lot of it ending up in landfills yeah. anyway. So China, China used to take a lot of the recyclable stuff. Mm. And they're not doing it now. And there aren't as many countries that want to take our trash, basically. Right. And turn uh -huh. it into other things. And so all these people who are separating stuff in you know their recyclables... It's it's still like I said going to a landfill anyway, or they're putting stuff in there that they think like, boom. Oh, this diaper, it, you can take that. I'll put yep. this in my plastic. Area. Let's recycle the poop. Or or this pizza box that has grease on it or whatever, mm -hmm. and they're like, well, we don't want this cardboard. That part is not actually going to go to the yeah. people making. You know what? You gotta. There's a little bit. It's not a lot. There's a little bit of effort you have to put into recycling. Here's Joanna's soapbox again. Oh boy. Um. Again. Yeah, you have to rinse your cans out. So rinse those cans, America. Cans. But don't rub them too much. Make them a little... Anyway, um, yeah, you have to kind of rinse out your cans, all your straws, uh, all your stuff before you recycle it. Or like people that are recycling envelopes and if they still have the little plastic thing mm -hmm. in the window. You have to, to cut to them out. Go but into you know what? Some people so. say, depend, you know those little green and yellow bins? They're usually in front of schools. Sure, yes, Because yes. schools get paid for the recycling. Right. And I there. have taken uh, magazines there. Yeah, they supposedly accept the envelopes with windows in them. Do they? Now, if they accept the windows with Mac OS, you know, I don't think they accept the envelopes with Windows 95. No. Because of, you know, it's too old. They, they've got the blue screen of death mm -hmm. all yes. the time. 
Yes. Now, I know your wife is vegan. Uh, vegetarian. Oh, vegetarian. I oh, yeah. Vegan. And, uh, well, she's... There's a new term because every now and then she eats fish, which makes her a pescatarian. Right. But then every now and then she seasons her vegetarian items with bacon. Oh, that's I've outed my wife. I'm bacon shaming my wife. Look out. Uh, Yeah. This this happened by accident when right after Jonah was born and Michelle was still nursing. And she's like, let me fry up this bacon. Our our in-laws showed up with food and it was Olga's. And uh, I'm eating my Olga's. I'm like, this is delicious. I don't care what flavor it is. It's got that Olga's sauce and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. That and Michelle, bread is phenomenal. Yes. Oh, God. And Michelle was like, oh, this is delicious. And she's eating half her sandwich is gone. She's like, oh, my God, this is like one of the best sandwiches I ever had. <laughs> and then so my mother and says, Joe, did you like the bacon on your sandwich? We didn't get you the vegetarian, because I'm fine with vegetarian bacon. And she says, we didn't, we actually ordered you real bacon. I go, I didn't taste any bacon in my sandwich. And Michelle goes, is this what this was? And I'm like, yes. All right. Well, so this was kind of similar-ish. There is a uh, subway worker, a sandwich artist. Mm -hmm. Yes. Artiste. Yeah, artiste. Who posted uh, what happened to him on social media. So a customer came in and ordered um, a veggie sub sandwich right and then said to the subway sandwich artist um excuse me could you before you make my sandwich take off your gloves and Mm. put on a fresh pair right because if you've been making other sandwiches where you've been touching meat yes i am a vegan and i don't want any of the meat germs Mm -hmm. or no turkey juice in my sub to be on my sandwich and so the subway worker was like that's totally cool no biggie puts on new gloves makes the sandwich gets to the point where you know you can put other stuff on it or mm-hmm. whatever aside from just the straight veggies and vegan says to subway artist uh yes could you put some mayonnaise on that <laughs> and the subway worker was like uh, uh mm. you're vegan correct mm-hmm. yes mm, did you know that mayonnaise includes eggs mm. No, 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 it doesn't. And the vegans had like started spinning around. Like she did not know as a vegan that mayonnaise has eggs in it, which they are right. not allowed to eat. Well, you can have veginase, which is made with olive oil. And in a, in a former podcasting life, we did oh. a taste test. We tried and it. I, it was gross. I've, no, I've actually had it. It's, have you ever eaten mayonnaise out of the jar? No. If you put this stuff on a sandwich, it tastes just like the regular stuff. As you know, it I'm tastes like it tastes like Miracle Whip. Is what it yeah. tastes no. like. No, Miracle Whip. Because I love Miracle Whip, oh, and no. I did not like Whip, it, and I did not like the veganese. No, the, it, no, it tastes the same. It's the same thing. Well, everyone without on, the guilt. With everyone, everyone on the internet was sort of laughing at this vegan who like broke all the vegan because he said, "Well, do you still want it on there?" And she was like, "Yeah," because that's how she's been getting her sandwich for forever. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's look at this slippery slope, Miss Vegan. Oh, and I right? say this with relatives and close friends who are vegan. That's what I thought. Yeah. I'm because I mean, we've had the discussion before, and as a vegan, most of my associates find a line and they draw it and they know that it's impossible to be perfect, but they try their best, right? Sure. Um, The other half doesn't try their best and they tell me how great it is to be a vegan. But that's a different conversation. Um, Doesn't the bread at Subway have eggs in it too? Uh, Dave, does the bread have... Um, typically bread, I don't believe, has eggs okay. in it. It's well, let's just throw that. <coughs> flour and water and baking soda and okay. all that fun stuff. 
all right, I was just checking. You know, but I mean, yeah. there's other things at Subway that risk cross-contamination is, is what my, like sure. Subway is a place where if you order the right thing and you know what you're ordering, it's very vegan and vegetarian friendly. But you you got to understand that it's not going to be perfectly easy to not step on that landmine. Like even if you want light mayo, yeah. sometimes the stuff in the light mayo container mm -hmm. is regular mayo, people. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Managers will go, hey, oh, you're out of light mayo? Well, we <laughs> just put the regular mayo in there. Like, they put a little bit of water and shake it up. Like when you're out of shampoo and you get that last little bit and you fill it up and you shake it up. It's light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How, there were other people online that were angry about a particular food incident. Uh -huh. And those are the people who feel like we all had to be put through the IHOP name chain. Mm. No, oh, we're IHOB. And weeks, and we're not going to tell you what the B stands for. And Joe figured it out right away. Mm. And then, oh yeah, it was just because they're going to be starting to carry to carry burgers at mm -hmm. IHOP and blah blah blah. And they went through the graphics and the whole schlemiel to change it. And now, boom, already back to IHOP. And they said, oh, it was just because we needed to promote some burgers. Uh, Let's see how uh, we change the P there, because we're funny. Yeah, they just flipped it. Up, they just flipped the P. They didn't even have to hire a graphic artist to do that. Really? They didn't get on the phone and say, hey, Victoria, create us a new logo. Nope, they just flipped the <laughs> B over. My goodness. Yeah, they wrote on their Twitter, we're giving away 60 cent short snacks for IHOP's 60th birthday. That's right, IHOP, we'd never turn our back on pancakes, except for that time we faked it to promote our burgers. Uh-huh. We really IHOP. appreciate the burger and loyalty, but we're back to IHOP again. They honeypotted burger lovers is what they did. <laughs> That's exactly what they did. So many people on Twitter said so one person wrote, International House of Backpedaling, <laughs> International House of Effing Liars, the restaurant formerly known as IHOP. When, you're when you text your crush, you like them and say, oh, that was just my friend, sorry. Mm. Uh, let's see, your mama's so old, IHOP used to be IHOP, is now an insult on Yeah, you, you know what they did? They basically booty called burger lovers and then made out with them at the door for a little bit and then pushed them out and closed <laughs> it and said, uh, open up the little people, what? What are you doing here? I got those pancakes in here, what are you doing? Someone else texted, if she calls it IHOP, she's too young for you. Mm -hmm. Don't date that girl. Yeah, I just, it's just obnoxious, 100% obnoxious. Here's the deal. I, I do enjoy a little IHOP every mm -hmm. now and then. Their pancakes, very good. I haven't had their burger. But Detroiters, let's make it easy on ourselves. Okay. There's Red Coat, two locations. Ooh, yeah. If you're in Dearborn, there's Miller's, delicious so Miller's. Good. Oh, and the fries, mm. you need the pickles. Oh, the pickles. And then there's Farmington, there's Basement Burger Bar. Mm -hmm. Up on delicious. the northern end of Woodward toward um, Pontiac, there's the, the M1 Grill and the Detroit Burger. I've not been to this. Oh, Detroit Burger's very really? good. Oh, it's delicious. All right. And they have awesome t-shirts. Because they just say like 313 on them, nice. even though they're in 248. But it's all good. We get it. Yeah. And there's even a halal burger place, which I forgot the name, Who and they make amazing burgers. Nice. Yes. You brought up the 313. We have some very important Detroit news when we get back. And also something that a family did for their son, which I don't know how to feel about it. And we'll let you know what it is it's next awesome. on Pop That Culture. It's awesome. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geekstainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. 
Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our Nine and Dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Hmm. Which is all the boys are safe. Yes. And out. Throughout the, the coach too. Although the coach. they should have used that cave as the penalty box for the coach. <laughs> Give them a five-minute five major. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Although, again, I'm hearing more and more about this coach because even though he's the one that took them mm. there, um, while he was in there, he was because he had formally. Um, he wasn't a monk, but he was at a monastery, and so mm. he was teaching them how to meditate while right. they were in there to stay calm. And he was also giving them his food rations while they were in there. To okay, the boys coach. So yeah. He All was, right. He was trying to be a good dude. For now, we'll give it to you. Yeah. But yeah, so all of the boys are out. The coach is out, and it is. Uh, it was quite an ordeal, but also quite a miracle that everybody is out and safe and yes. being taken to a hospital. Did they have to use the Elon Musk um, bullet casing <laughs> no, to God. put a kid in? Although I guess they can keep it. He's like, you can keep it in case something like this <laughs> in case, happens. In case again. another one of your coaches <laughs> screws up. <laughs> in case any of your small children right. get trapped in a cave. Yeah, there's some, some Thai scientist. Okay, what if we put some plutonium in this? And <laughs> oh! There is big Detroit news. A change mm -hmm. is happening to a long-standing event, which we are used to happening in January. Yes. And that is the Detroit Auto Show. Yeah. Don't you love parking up Jefferson somewhere and just like <laughs> running to Cobio? Cobio. To Cobio. Cobo. <laughs> yes, Cobio. Or, uh, you know, or you park somewhere a little north and you have to run <laughs> that way and waiting at the street and then, oh, dodge this giant pile of snow. Oh, run over the manhole with the steam coming out of it. Now I smell like steam sewer. Mm, delicious. <laughs> It'll burn your face, face off. Uh, yes, so there are a number of auto shows around the country that go between fall and spring, mm. and the Detroit Auto Show would kind of fall sort of somewhere in right. the middle. And they want to be back on top. They want to be special. They want to be one that stands apart from the crowd. Mm. And so, again, 2020, because everything's happening right. in 2020. 
They're saying that the Detroit Auto Show will now become a June thing. Right. Which is weird, but all right. Well, and I think for the auto insiders, the auto show in January is actually probably an ideal time because unlike many other cities, automotive vendors and suppliers participate in our auto show. There's all these lectures and symposiums mm -hmm. and all the other rooms at Kobo and all these journalists and stuff come to Detroit because it's Detroit, bitches! But, uh, you know, in our case, what we miss out on is the ability to have like a giant hill of dirt to put SUVs on outside. Remember a few years back when they introduced a new Jeep by driving through the front glass of Kobo? They can't do that kind of stuff as much because it's freaking five degrees outside most of the time. But they're used to, they're, <clears throat> the displays used to be even crazier. At one mm. point, I remember there being a waterfall inside yes. for something. And I mean, it used to yeah. be like, a show. Yeah, and show. then they stopped chasing the waterfalls. I wonder why. <laughs> Don't go chasing waterfalls. So, we have a video for you for what they're hoping all the cool crap is going to be that they mm. can do when they now have the Detroit Auto Show in June instead. So, as a creature of habit, uh -huh. I say, don't do it. I'm used to going in January. I like having the first auto show because mm -hmm. all the other ones follow, and they're inferior to ours. However, looking at that sizzle reel, I think to myself, what? You're doing a concert on the Kobo rooftop? Oh, my God. Bring it, bitches. Y'all want to see some Jeeps base jumping off the Rensen? <laughs> probably won't happen because it's the GM headquarters. No. So it'll probably be like a Chevy Traverse jumping off the yeah. Rensen, popping a parachute and landing down on Jefferson, yes. then driving into Kobo. Some guy gets out, takes off his helmet, but it's a woman! And she shakes her hair out in a van. That's the kind of stuff I want to see. Yeah, so the auto show is trying to be a little different, mm. shake things up, and there was a family in New Orleans that also was trying to make something a little different mm -hmm. than usual. Mm, I don't know if I could get on board with this. Listen, anybody can grieve in any way they want to whatever you need to do however you want to do it that's your thing mm. I, I personally though oof, this would be this would be a toughie I family of a New Orleans teen who was shot and killed last month mm -hmm. at his wake instead of having just the regular open casket people at the viewing go and pay their respects blah 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 they actually had the body posed as though he was sitting in a chair doing what he loved, playing video games with like his favorite snacks around mm -hmm. him. Doritos. Doritos, yeah. <clears throat> and if you look really closely, cereal underneath. Something, something chip crunch. Yes, chocolate yeah. chip crunch. And he had his favorite, he had his favorite team jersey yeah. on the Celtics uh, it, jersey. It looks like there's a bottle of Barks root beer. Yeah, right it does next look to like him. Barks, yeah. Here, you know what? They do this a lot in New Orleans. This is not the first time well, it's happened. This is a New Orleans thing. Yeah, well, it's happened down south. There was a woman that was posed with like a bottle of uh, some wine. Okay. Like maybe a fine Chianti yeah. and uh, some cigarettes, smoking some menthols. Okay. And some sunglasses. They had that. There was an older gentleman who was a big Green Lantern fan, so he was dressed up as Green Lantern. 
And they had him standing in the corner of the funeral home. This is not, they, they call it, there's a word for it. What is it like? Super embalming or... Super there's embalming? Like, it's like embalming, but up to here. Okay. It's like, like super it super duper embalming. Level? Yeah. U ultimate embalming? Yes, like, ultimate embalming. <laughs> I don't understand. Extreme. <laughs> Extreme embalming. Right, yeah. no. I, <clears throat> I understand the, the thought process of... We're showing them more because nobody ever looks like they looked in right. life, but they're trying to sort of recreate more of what they were about when they were living mm -hmm. by having them in these dioramas or whatever it is. Yeah, that is a technically a diorama. Yeah, um, and I know that a lot of people are trying to have uh, wakes or things that are more of a celebration of life and mm -hmm. just, you know, all about I the, like the that. death, but I... I just, wow. I mean, I know sometimes when people go to viewings, they may not go up to the cask. Like, it's your choice. It's like it's off, right. you know, and so you can choose to kind of go in that area and see if you want to see and not if you don't. And if you're going just to give somebody a hug and then leave, like, that's your priority. Right. But when you have something like this, you can't avoid it. Like, you're going to see yeah. the person. Well, you want to see. You're like, dude, I got it. What did they do? That's pretty awesome. I mean, let's put it this way. Culturally speaking, a lot of cultures treat funerals as a very morbid experience it's yes. very cold it's very sad it's depressing and new orleans you die you have a dixieland band at your yeah, funeral come street, on and i and i have been to a southern black baptist funeral and they are joyous occasions they really do celebrate your life yes and which i like the idea of that the celebrating mm -hmm. the life rather than just being right. fully you know so, engrossed in the death part but. the question is this what would Sarah Foraker, what would you want to be posed as at your extreme funeral? Extreme embalming. Hmm, let's see. Well, um, I would want there to be some sort of stage because there mm. was theater was a big part of my life. Mm -hmm. Like I was on stage doing something. Wait, wouldn't you want to be like an inner tube floating in a tank of water? Oh, well, like with, I do, a, with an umbrella drink? I do love Lake Life. Oh, there you go. Okay. I've been able cool. to experience through renting and then staying with friends. So. Well, what if they could train Mushu to sit in your embalmed lab oh. and purr? Because Mushu wouldn't know. Exactly. Like, hey, she's just asleep. That's she's it. just asleep. She's just sleeping. It's mm. like normal. She's not yeah. moving. It's like how her every day is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I hmm. would. Uh, I, I like your idea of just kind of like me. Something yeah, just kind of bobbing. And you have a machine <laughs> agitating the water, so it looked like you were just blown. How awesome would that be? That would be so until, until, bloop, you fall backwards, and it's just your feet sticking out of the water. All kinds of film on top of it. Ah! It's just me and my little sun <laughs> yeah. hat. With like and you get all bloated. <laughs> you absorb the water. Oh, wow. This just took a dark turn. Wow. Sorry. It, you knew it was Ooh. going to go. You knew I mean, it was going to go. I would you be in a one piece? Hell yeah, okay, I'm, I'm not wearing a bikini even in death. Are you kidding me? That's not going to happen. Excuse me, your, your funeral director. Yes, do you give um, bikini line waxes to oh, corpses? Oh, Joe. I would hope I'd be keeping that stuff tight even right before death. Well, even what if it's, like we talked about it the other day, what if the 70s look is totally back? Oh, well, then I would keep it real. Excuse me, uh, would you like to, can you glue some on to our corpse? Oh, I don't want a merkin for my extreme <laughs> This is terrible. Okay, Let's wait, this go. really hey. went off the rails, didn't it? So, a lot of people have been complaining about fake news mm -hmm. and that things that they see online are news mm -hmm. stories that are things that are not real, yeah. videos that are not real, sources that aren't really telling you right. true things. And so, um, YouTube has been nailed over and over again for sort of helping to 
keep that process going. Right. Of I mean, honestly, spreading isn't it, the fake stuff right, around? Isn't it everybody? Isn't it basically it's all, all social media? Yeah. Anybody that can Photoshop really. a screen grab can fix it. I mean, when news breaks, we fix it. <laughs> Well, allegedly, YouTube is trying to. Mm -hmm. So they're doing more. They announced this week that they are going to, in addition to changing the way the search results are organized, they will begin providing information from third parties like Wikipedia and Encyclopedia Britannica for videos about a small number of historical events that have been subject to misinformation. Right. Campaigns. And you know what? One thing is, I think what they need to do is take it a step further. I think they need to basically categorize things as, as op-ed, you know. I don't know about op-ed, but they are going to, they're, they're going to try and categorize things in a way so that the first things that comes up are from more legitimate sources. Right. And then as you go down is when it starts to get into the, we don't know. Right. People are Like you, you filter the video so that, gosh, it's really washed out. It might not be real, you know. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, they need to cite their references, you know, because, you know, reputable journalism tends to cite sources mm -hmm. and give you an easy path, at least, to where they got their information from. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, when people are just making up stuff and making videos, there's, a, unfortunately, because this makes me want to weep, there are a lot of people on all parts of the spectrum out there that if they see it in writing or in a video, it is legit. I know. And if it fits my narrative, it's even more legit. And if it doesn't, it's fake. Too, Too bad. I don't like it. Quit. Yeah, so yeah, the internet is, is usually just a, a cesspool of terrible things, but sometimes there's fun stuff. And we actually have a good example of a fun internet thing when we come back. And also some good press for airlines and animals, and that's mm. not usually the case. I like, know. This time they did a good thing, so we will get to all of that when we get back on Pop That Culture. Skipping Johnny Depp. <clears throat> Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248 939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. 
But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another Prescription for Your Health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Planning what would happen if uh, if we did our pop that culture funeral. yeah pop that PTC funeral <laughs> PTC funeral where we would just be attached yeah. permanently to this table has a funeral ever been done in a three camera shoot I well I'm probably not pretty close at this point yeah he has to be if a funeral's ever been done with a three camera shoot oh, gee. I hope not. right I don't, there was a I, video I sincerely hope not. There was a video of that guy that we were talking about. So, I mean, that was close. That was a one-camera shoot. That's only yeah, that was like a Snapchat right. video, and I hope that's all there is of that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we're alive. Hey! <laughs> we're alive, and you're alive, and we get to do fun stuff, like participate in hashtag if you stop and think about mm. it. So, at hashtag roundup, started a hashtag yes. and wanted everyone to participate. And I'm actually, I'm proud of you, Internet. I'm proud of you, mm. Internet users. Because much like the thing with Paris Hilton, where she put out um, hashtag, you know, tell me something I don't know. Hmm. And that could have been a disaster. It could have. Paris Hilton. And people actually sent her a whole bunch of fun little yes. factoids. Thank you, this. cheeky Twitterverse. <laughs> yes. And so cheeky Twitterverse came through with this mm -hmm. one because hashtag, if you stop and think about it. And they're, they're super fun. So hashtag, if you stop and think about it, if two people on opposite sides of the world simultaneously drop a slice of bread, Earth briefly becomes a sandwich. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Hashtag, if you stop and think about it, Dorothy killed two women for a pair of shoes. <laughs> that's one of my favorites. Bitch, <laughs> that's, uh, you are a shallow, shallow mm. creature. Hashtag, if you stop and think about it, if Katniss and PETA from Hunger Games were Hollywood celebrities, their super couple nickname would be either Cat P or Penis. Joke and barely can contain <laughs> I love that. Oh. Now, this one is one that has bothered me for a while. Hmm. Hashtag, if you stop and think about it, a pair of underwear is really just one underwear. Yeah. It is just a single underwear. It's <laughs> just one it, underwear. It is. One underpants. I, you know, the one thing, these are always fun, and yeah. it's always a rabbit hole to go down. But what I don't like is some oh, people God. get, yeah, I mean, did you see this one? <laughs> Death threats or love letters on opposite day. Okay. So I, there's always that person that gets really serious. If you think about it, only one third of the nation's kids are fed. Don't ruin it. No, no it's we know that that happens. No, keep it cheeky. Yes, like this one, like hashtag. If you stop and think about it, the sinking of the Titanic must have been a miracle to the lobsters in the ship's kitchen. That's fun. Oh, yeah. Like, we were going down. Now we're back in the ocean. Yeah. Thanks, Titanic. It's, it's all about perspective. Super fun. If you stop and think about it, there are twice as many nipples in the world than people. True. Well, One, two. it depends on how many people with three nipples there are. Because if you've got a nubbin. Oh, you're right. The nubbin throws it off. The nub have you ever actually seen a nubbin up close? Like, N the third nipple? No. I've seen one on a guy before. You have? Yeah. Where? Where was it? it was because like, if it was, it was like, really low below the waist, no, that wasn't no, a nipple. No, 
No, gross. No, <laughs> it was it was like right here. On the side? Yeah. Isn't it supposed to be in the middle? It's not like a full. It's not like a full. Like, no. It's big like a. Real. Can ripples be on the side? It's just it's more. It's like, they absolutely can. It's like. Do they get it, hard and? I don't know. Can they give milk? I didn't ask that many questions. Wait, if you have a third it, nipple, can you milk? It was more I, like a mole, kind of. It wasn't. Then really why don't they call it a mole? Well, because it was more than a mole. Did it have hairs coming more out? More than of a mole, it? less than a nipple is what was happening there. No. This is affecting me like the post cadavers. This could have been something like completely out there, but I believe I saw someone who had a third nipple like on their foot. Oh! Like it can pretty much show up anywhere on your skin. Yeah. Is it really a nipple though? If it has mammary glands, yeah. Okay. Now, like, okay, as a science fiction fan, third, 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 they're always in the middle of the two. That's where they belong, in the middle of the two. That's a third boob. That's like in, t in Total Recall, but she had three boobs. He, but Dave Why said... Why do you always think there has to be one in the middle? They can show Because I'm hair. Asian, I like symmetry. <laughs> the, the, the thought of a nipple like on an appendage is really disturbing the to me. The one is freaky. How, that is, I did now, not wait, you said that there has to be a mammary... The, the mammary apparatus is probably not in the leg. Isn't that just a mole? Mammary. The mammary glands are really just a collection of cells that produce milk, and they can appear anywhere in your skin, they, they feel like. Okay, thank you, TLC. Really quick, Sarah. So this guy that you knew. <laughs> now, when did you see the third nipple? How old, how old was the guy? He was in his 20s. He was in his 20s. So it, now if he's like in his late 40s, is that a moob on the side of his oh, body? Oh, a side moob? Yes. I don't know. See, because if it's not a side moob now, does it qualify as a nipple? Where does the nipple end and the mole beginning? That's that's all I want to know. Listen, clearly we need to do a deep dive after the show to get you some answers that I was not prepared to have today. This just this is Pandora's box. This is Pandora's nipple, and by tomorrow we will have some third nipple answers because clearly this is something that can, you're very upset. Can about. we get? Is there an expert panelist we can get in here to talk about third nipples? No. Oh, you know what, though, actually, I, I, as I understand it, we have maybe some plastic surgeons who could answer these Can we questions. call Dr. Gray? Do you know Dr. Dr. Gray? Dr. Michael Gray? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Dr. Gray is the, the non-Michigander in Michigan who specializes in boobies. Yeah, he does. Okay. All right. Let's we'll get, move we'll on. Get on. We'll I'm... get on it. You want to talk, talk about a dog being saved? You want to move over to that? If I can let this go, then maybe. Yeah. I mean, dogs have lots of nipples. I don't want to keep going in that direction, but what yeah. is it? Eight? <laughs> they've got a they've got to feed a lot of a lot of puppies, a lot of babies. Hmm. Um, so there have been some horrible stories about things happening on airplanes, and one of them was that uh, they they killed somebody's dog on a plane because they weren't taking proper precautions, and it's just horrible. But this one actually is a happy story. Right. So there was a family that was traveling with their little French bulldog. Mm -hmm. You know how you can tell he was French, right? Bonjour. Well, he had the little beret and a baguette in a in a bag, and he was trapped in a box. Oh god! And so the dog was in its little carrier, but the family could realize that it seemed to be in distress, and so they took the dog out of the carrier, and its tongue was blue. Yeah, that's not good. That's not cool, bro. And so the flight attendants were so super cool on this JetBlue flight. Yeah. They asked the captain if it would be okay to get some uh, oxygen flowing with a little mask mm -hmm. from above. And they put the little oxygen mask on the so French cool. bulldog. And they're, oh, look, yeah. look at the baby. 
Goofy, so cute. But, and let me just put this out there for future reference. Always put the mask on you first before you and put the, the mask on your French bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> but in this case, it was only the French bulldog that right. needed the, the oxygen. Mm -hmm. And so it, they, they ended up saving the... I don't know if there's going to be problems when they try and fly this dog home eventually, yeah. but the, the dogs, all yeah. the vitals were good by the end of the flight, and well, it was okay. You, you can know, see how he's being held by the little flight attendant. Yeah, this is so cool. And you know what? The poor dog, you know what he was probably you know upset about which is why his tongue he was hyperventilating what? was because he's in a plane there's no grass and you know it you know you're six seven miles up in the air he was like where can i go to take a wee wee <laughs> you proud of yourself i'm very proud of myself <laughs> I know you are. so sometimes there are good stories that happen on airplanes and sometimes there are nice and lovely and fun and cute little things that mm -hmm. you get to see on uh, the instagrams on yes the gram. they're yes Hugh Jackman, who is an adorable human being, mm -hmm. was very excited because he uh, he's wearing a helmet, so I'm assuming he was going to go for a bike ride. I don't know if this was a rental place or what it was. But he's coming down the stairs, and all of a sudden he hears familiar sounds of his own voice singing, and he realized that somebody oh. was blasting the music from Greatest Showman, which was the musical I... that he did <laughs> this past year. And he was so excited about it, he made a little uh, a little Instagram video about it. Kind of weird when you're walking down a stairwell and you're tempted to knock on someone's door and say, that's my song. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not going to do it. I agree, David. He should have knocked, right? Yeah. Like, that person who is playing that music clearly loved the musical so much. And if you had the star of the musical actually knock on your door, that would be amazing. He, he, he should have done it. I don't know if, have you ever seen the video of, um, there is a, like a, a church youth group okay. in New Orleans and they start playing Fly Away. There's literally a couple hundred of these kids and they have a band set up and they're set up in like a public park in New Orleans and they start singing Fly Away by Lenny Kravitz. Little do they know that a couple streets over, Lenny Kravitz is on a balcony having a cocktail. What? And he hears it in the back. We'll watch this. It's This will make you smile, and we'll share this on the Pop That Culture Facebook page. Yeah. This You watch this, and you feel so good about humanity, even if the rest of the time you're going, God, humanity sucks. Sometimes it's awesome, right. though. You, and you watch this, and you watch the smiles and just the pure joy on people's faces. And that's why Hugh Jackman, you should have gotten your Wolverine claws on and tried to open the door with the claws out. <laughs> I can and, pick that lock. Right. And then, like, and then uh, gone in and just sang and just burst in and sang. Aww. Yes, yeah. I would, that would have been really cute. I can't wait to see that, uh, that Lenny Kravitz video. But yeah, so that was a cute thing that was on Instagram. The other thing that happens on Instagram that I did not realize is that celebrities will have their celebrity Instagram pages mm -hmm. and they are very curated, mm. manicured, they try and make it all, you know, perfect. And I live in a utopia. Come take a look. Look at how amazing, where mm. my waist is always skinny, my thighs always have a gap between them, <laughs> and I, my hair is perfectly coiffed. Wait, what was that gap called again? Thigh gap. That's, no. Isn't there like some other thing? Uh, well, yeah, the thigh were, gap, because you can get thigh khakis at the thigh gap, right? <laughs> Fall into right, the sorry. gap. No, there was a, there was a bikini thing for a while where people were calling it the Toblerone. That's tunnel. right. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm talking Which is about. It's like right at the top between the thighs and your lady part. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> there are celebrities who have their Instagrams and they're super perfect, but they kind of want to be human. They just want to be mm -hmm. fun. And yes. They want to do things that other people get to do. Yes. 
So apparently they'll have these secondary, like secret Instagrams mm. where um, Lord, the singer, had one for a while where she was rating onion rings. And she Fantastic. just- Fantastic. Just what it, and then um, Sophie Turner, who plays Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. the red-haired girl, um, apparently loves sausage and not in like a dirty way, like legit, that's <laughs> one of her favorite foods. <laughs> and so she started a secret Instagram where mm. she legitimately, as she's traveling around England and the United States, is just um, giving like one to ten a number of stars right. for sausages that she's eating. Yes. Because she feels like people need to know where they yeah. can get the best sausage. And you know, because don't you hate it when you get like a broad or something and you bite it and there's like a little, you know, a little fragment of, you know, the skeleton in there? <laughs> do you ever do that? Because it's repulsing, right? It is. It's disgusting. Like, it's like a game of bones. Oh, boy. It was a long way, but he got uh -huh. there. Yes. Sometimes you got to walk around the other side of the house to see the garden. I'm just you do. saying. You do. With right? Joe, sometimes yeah. you do. Oh boy, so something else that was on social media that we learned told us something about a celebrity couple over the weekend that's a little bit weird. And we will let you know what that is when we get back on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to NewRadioMedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Celebrity speaker extraordinaire, Joe Santos. 
Yes, you can find me at the Toastmasters at the local <laughs> Denny's in the, the little room. You know the little room on the side of the Denny's? Yeah. That you can book? Sure. That's where the Toastmasters meet usually. Okay, yeah. good to know. Yeah. But where else can the people see you? At the Brighton District Library yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, what? Go to the Brighton District Library webpage, and then they have all the programming there. Mm -hmm. You can come. Will they have little cookies on the tray? I don't know, but I will be there, and I will be talking about podcasting. So you want to come, and you want to start a gardening podcast? I'll yeah. show you how. We'll yeah. do it. We'll do it. Very Just don't exciting. start a podcast where you and a good friend of yours talk about <laughs> gossip, pop culture, and other current events <laughs> on a three-camera shoot with a producer off-camera with a mic of his own. Don't yeah. do that kind, please. Because if you do, we'll cut you. Like, mm. We will start. We are yeah. not afraid to start a knife fight. Yeah. Do the letters C and D mean anything to you? <laughs> That's us being serious. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for the summertime, I am a person who is very sensitive about sun safety. Really? <laughs> so I'm wearing like the rash guard shirt thing. Well, that's because you're very fair skin. Yes. Whereas got, me, hold on, can we do this uh, oh, center this camera? Is, let's go to the let's go to this oh, camera one. Yeah. Look at, look, look at see, that. there's the contrast. See me, <laughs> I really don't have to use sunscreen. No. So I don't want to play sun safety. <laughs> Uh, and then I have a giant—I mean, a giant brimmed hat that I wear mm -hmm. for sun safety. But there is a celebrity who not only practices sun safety but also prune safety. Mm -hmm. And this is not something that I ever thought about. Right. But apparently, other people are in love with her idea. So Dax Shepard is married to Kristen Bell. Mm -hmm. Both Michiganders. Yes, Michiganders. She now mostly of the uh, Elsa and Anna Frozen fame mm -hmm. because yeah. she did the voice. In the movie. Yeah, she'll never be able to let that one go. <laughs> oh, mm -hmm. look at you! <laughs> Little Adele Dazeem over uh -huh. here. Love you. Um, so yeah, so they're a fun couple and they're you know very social. And he took a picture of Kristen in the pool, and she's got her sun hat on, her bikini, and gloves. Mm-hmm. There you go. And there's a reason that she's wearing them. She does not like the feeling of pruned skin. No, I So no. she's going to be spending a lot uh -uh. of time in the water when she's swimming. She wears safety gloves, which is the most bizarre thing right. I've ever heard of. Well, you know what? I Maybe it's genius, but I always thought it's because she wanted to do jazz hands all the time. Jazz, jazz hands. And then, you know, this, this is exposed to the sun, mm -hmm. and this is, you know, it's normally not, so it's prone to burning, right? That's true, yeah. I don't ever think about putting sunscreen on the bottom of my hands. You right? know, uh, speaking of Dax, I, as a couple, I love these guys. They're very funny. Because, you know, they stay out of trouble. They're, they have a good sense of humor. Mm -hmm. When you watch them parenting, it's really good to watch when they release their curated videos on Instagram. Right. <laughs> but um, the thing about Dax Shepard is no matter what role I see him in, you know, like in Chips, for example, or anything mm. like that. I always think about him in Idiocracy. Oh, baiting. <laughs> oh, I'm baiting. <laughs> Go, I'm baiting. That movie really is just a gem. It is, you know what? It has predicted the future in many, in many scary ways. Way. Scary. Yeah. I like money. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but what's funny with this post is that there were a lot of people who were like, oh my God, Kristen, I thought I was the only one. Like, other people do that. I've never right. seen anybody in a pool wearing gloves before. What, what a bizarre. Whatever. Right. She's know. adorable. He's adorable. So they can do whatever they want. Um, there is something that I didn't realize existed, <laughs> but this act, is, <laughs> this act is coming out of retirement. Okay. Uh, you were here before. There's a man who calls himself the human firecracker. Yes. And I, he's a 
he's uh, done shows at Alice Cooper concerts before and for other different things. Yeah. And he, like I said, he had gone into retirement, but then oddly, I guess he was searching for, um, he was adopted. We had an adoption story yesterday. Mm -hmm. And he found is like his half brother and his yep. half sister. And so he's coming out of retirement to show them what he can do. Yes. Which is to build a suit made completely of firecrackers and then light himself on fire. Yes. As you do. And what he's saying is, you know, we've, we've discovered each other. I'm glad that we're related. And because of this, you might have this DNA. Right. Which then he suits up and basically makes himself explode one pop at a time. Yeah. He, he says he's a five-star triple threat. Mm. Um, and according to his Facebook page, he is going to be performing on August 4th during Maritime Days in Marine City. So if you would mm. like to see him showing off his biggest and best show ever, doing it for the kids, doing it for his siblings to see, like, look what I can do. Wait, can uh, we get him on the show? And have him do the... No, I don't year? think, because I think that he's saving the best for last. Oh, can well, we just true. Can we talk to him? Can we do a... Can we shoot a... Do an Insta FaceTime uh, with him? Do a thing with a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's see if we let's can get him happen. on the show. Let's, let's, let's get into the mind of a man who likes to yeah. light himself on fire with firecrackers. <laughs> you know who else is hot? Yeah. With the hot topics. And he doesn't and need to news. strap firecrackers to no. his body. He's got that sizzling mm. brain, Mr. Mm -hmm. Craig... Oh, yes. He's got a lot to talk about. For two, two, two hours. Decisions were made last night. Person was named. Mm. There are many, many things that uh, he has on board for you for the next two hours. But we will see you tomorrow here on Top That Culture. See you.